Heavenly Father, we thank you for Jesus. We thank you for all that he says and all that he teaches us. We thank you that he loves us. Help us now to look at your word together. Help us to hear your voice. We pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. Boys and girls, this morning I want to think about our senses for a moment. Now we have five senses. Does anyone know what they might be? Shout out one of them. Who was that? Christopher, thank you. What was it? Sight. Yep, so we can see with our eyes. What else can we do? Smell. Very good. Yep, with our noses. That's two. Taste. Yep, with our tongue. Yep, lots of sweet things and lots of nice things. Yep, very good. Uh, So what have we got? We've got um, sight and smell and taste. What else have we got? Hearing. Yep. With our ears, we hear. And what's the last one? Talking. Not quite. No. What might it be? Touch. Yep. Very good. So we can... Uh, Here we can see, we can smell, we can taste, and we can touch. God has made us to uh, normally have all five, and all of them work together to help us experience life and to store up memories and different things like that. But this morning I want to focus on just one of them. I want to focus on smell. Okay? And sometimes whenever you smell something, it can take you back to another moment, uh, another time in your life. So I have a few smells this morning, and I wonder if there are any volunteers. Now, they're all mostly nice ones, so it's fine. But any volunteers to come and help me with some smells? Mark, you going to come up? Very good. Great man. Okay, want you to close your eyes and I will waft something in front of your nose and see if you know what it might be. So here's the first one. Take a big deep breath. Hmm? It's not Haribo, no. No. Not sweeties. Have another sniff. Do you know what it might be? No. It is baby powder. (laughs) Or talcum powder. So maybe um, you can go back to your seat. Thank you. So maybe when you smell that, uh, it might take you back to whenever you had babies or maybe whenever you were a baby, if you have that that great sense of memory. So baby powder uh, takes you back to those days whenever there's a a, a baby uh, in the house. Someone else like to come up? Oh, very shy now. Suzanne, very good. 
Who's your eyes? Perfume. Yeah, do you know which perfume? No. No? It is, it's Lindsay's perfume, yeah, very good. Very good, David. Um, chance, so it's perfume, very good, you can take a seat. And um, perfume or aftershave, I'll not subject you to my aftershave, but um, they might take you back to your first date. You can still choir very romantic there, remembering their first dates, very good. Um, that kind of smell might just remind you uh, of uh, times past. Someone else? Rebecca, very good. Close your eyes. Oh, what was that? <laughs> Smell again. again? Yeah. You want more of it? <laughs> some type of crisp. It is some type of crisp, yeah, very good. Do you know what they are? <laughs> no? Oh. Scampy fries. Oh. Horrible yucky things, yeah, I know. Um, I, confession to Lindsay, I had a packet of these this week. <laughs> You know, the smell of them and the taste of them took me back to a family holiday when I was four, sitting on the steps of the hotel in the Isle of Man, eating scampi fries. They're so horrible, I'm going to put them away again. Now, one more. One more smell. Who's up for it? it it's a nicer one than that last one, I have to admit. So it is. Anyone? Uh, yep. One head mark. Okay, close your eyes. Right. Keep breath. Biscuits. Nope, nope, biscuits. No, you hear the rustling of the paper, do you? No, no, they smell. You know? No, that's because there's no smell at the minute. But if we were to light some charcoal, then you would have the smell of a barbecue. Sorry, you can go back to your seat. That smell, maybe you've already had a barbecue this year. Anyone had a barbecue already this year? Yes? Wow, very good. We haven't got ours lit just yet. But the smell of a proper barbecue, a real charcoal fire, um, is a smell of summer, of fun, of delicious food. <clears throat> and the smoke always seems to come to me, no matter where I stand around the barbecue. I always get it. <clears throat> so maybe you like the smell of a barbecue. Anyone like the smell of a barbecue? Yes, make you hungry, wouldn't it? But a smell of a, car, of a charcoal fire, it doesn't bring happy memories for Peter. You see, Peter doesn't associate 
a charcoal fire with food and family and with fun. Peter is brought back to a dark night, full of frightening things when he warmed himself by a charcoal fire. And Peter, this morning in our Bible reading, needed this experience by a charcoal fire. And we, we need to learn from it too. But before we look at it, I've got a family fortunes question. Everyone, has everyone seen family fortunes before? You know how it works. I'll give you a category, a question, and you need to give me the, the top answers. Okay? So, so here is the question. Hands up. Name a popular food on a barbecue. Suzanne, first in. Sausages. Top answer. <laughs> Very good. You weren't expecting that. Uh, yep, Dylan. Burgers. Very good. So, sorry, I should tell you, sausage was the top answer. Um, burger was the fourth most popular answer. The bottom of, of our answers, yeah. Uh, Mark, could you eat one or the same one? Same one. Okay, anyone else? Christopher? Steak. Very good. Son of a butcher. Very good. Um, that's the second answer. Um, now, anyone else? Any thoughts? We've still got the third answer to get. Fish. No fish, no. So, third answer, anyone know? Sorry, bananas? Oh, kebabs. Sorry, kebabs? No. Chicken? Very good. Very good. So, you know how family fortunes works. You get a, if you're right, and you get a... If you're wrong. The first night Peter was beside a charcoal fire. Jesus had been arrested. Peter earlier in the evening had said that he was so brave that the rest of his disciples might run away. But not Peter. And in John chapter 18, a few chapters before our reading today. Peter is asked three questions by the charcoal fire. And I need a Peter, so David, up you get. And Peter is asked by the charcoal fire, you are not one of his disciples, are you? And what does Peter say? He says, I am not. He says, I don't know Jesus. I want nothing to do with Jesus. Up higher. I want nothing to do with Jesus. And then he's asked the same question again. You are not one of his disciples, are you? And Peter says, I am not. wrong answers and then a moment later 
by the charcoal fire, someone asks him, didn't I see you with Jesus in the olive grove? And it says, again, Peter denied it. And at that moment, a rooster began to crow. Three wrong answers from Peter. Three three denials. Peter said he doesn't know Jesus. He's not connected to Jesus. He doesn't follow Jesus. Jesus died on the cross the next morning. Peter had let Jesus die. But on the Sunday, Jesus was risen again. He was alive again. He met with the disciples on Easter Sunday and the following Sunday. But then Peter doesn't know what to do. He decided to go fishing. Back to his old work. Back to what he knew best. He had let Jesus die. Surely Jesus wouldn't want him anymore. Surely Jesus wouldn't want to know Peter anymore. And so Peter... Excuse me. So Peter and the disciples, they fished all night. They were expert fishermen. That was their work, and yet they got nothing. No fish at all. A stranger on the beach shouted to them to put their nets on the other side and they caught a huge number of fish, 153. And John realizes that it's Jesus on the shore. And so Peter swims to meet him. And when they get to the shore, when Peter walks up on the beach, he sees a beach barbecue. He sees a charcoal fire with bread and fish and Jesus asks him three questions we have them in our reading I wonder can you find them with me verse 15 can you see verse 15 near the top of the page it says when they had finished eating Jesus said to Simon Peter what does he ask him someone shouted out Simon, son of John, do you truly love me more than these? And what does Simon Peter say? What does Peter say? He says, yes, Lord, you know that I love you. So you can get rid of one of the X's. Complicated, sorry. And then Jesus asked him the same question again. Verse 16 Simon, son of John, do you truly love me? And Peter says, Yes, Lord, you know that I love you. And then Jesus says for the third time, verse 17, Simon, son of John, do you love me? 
And it says there, verse 17, Peter was hurt because Jesus asked him the third time. Surely Jesus knows that Peter loves him. Surely Jesus knows everything. And that's what Peter says. Lord, you know all things. You know that I love you. Jesus knows the answer. Jesus knows that Peter loves Jesus. But he asks the three questions to correct the three wrong answers by the first charcoal fire. He asks three times to take away the denials and to restore Peter to friendship with him. But Jesus hasn't finished with Peter. You see, he tells him something else each of those three times. Failure is not final. We might mess things up. We might say things that we regret. But with Jesus, we can come back to him and find forgiveness from him. But more than that, Jesus has a job for Peter to do. Look again at the end of verse 15 and the end of verse 16 and the end of verse 17. What is it that Jesus says to Peter? Do you see? What is it? He says, verse 15, feed my what? Lambs. Verse 16, take care of my sheep. Verse 17, feed my sheep. <laughs> we can take these away now. Oh. Animal cruelty here at the front. <laughs> Jesus doesn't just make Peter his friend again. He gives him a job to do. He says, feed my lambs, take care of my sheep, feed my sheep. Peter leads the church. Peter writes bits of the Bible. The the opening prayer that we did today was from Peter. The prayers that we'll do later are from Peter. He becomes an under-shepherd, working under Jesus, the good shepherd. And what Peter's experience by that charcoal fire tells us is that failure is not final. Maybe you have messed things up with Jesus. Maybe you have denied that you know him. Maybe you have done things or said things when the heat is on in school or in work or with friends or with family. No, I I don't know him. I don't follow him. Failure is not final. Jesus brings us back to him and restores us. And gives us work to do. 
And Jesus asks that question. Do you love me? Let's pray. Heavenly Father, we thank you that failure is not final. We thank you that Peter found forgiveness of his sins. We thank you that we can find forgiveness of our sins. That we can be forgiven for those times when we have turned away from God. Help us today to trust Jesus. Help us today to say that we love him. We pray this in his precious name. Amen.